Hey, this is Brad Biley, and you just found Insights, the most listened to podcast by recruiters and staffing owners who want to learn what's working in recruitment and digital marketing. If you're new to the show, here's what you can expect to hear. Every other week, Matt Lozar, Haley Marketing's Director of Recruitment Marketing, and I, our Director of Digital Marketing, break down what's working for staffing and recruiting firms across North America. But Insights is not a marketing show. It's a show built to help you get more job orders and more applications. And whether you stumbled upon the show or you're here on purpose, we're glad you're here. Let's get to it. What's up? This is Brad Biley, and welcome back to another episode of Insights, the podcast built to help you with your recruitment and digital marketing. As always, I'm joined by Haley Marketing's Director of Recruitment Marketing. He's Matt Lozar. Matt, how are you feeling this week, buddy? We're doing well, Brad. How are you? I'm great. Matt, we finally got out, played around to golf together, huh? We did, and it was a lovely day. It was a glorious day. Well, it was like low 90s. I shot in the low 90s. Matt, everything was just coming out exactly how we wanted it to. You know, some people say it's a good walk spoiled, but I don't think it was on that on that day. Not a great day. Matt, I'm excited for this episode. We have Adrian Dominguez on the show from Rolling Staffing. Uh, he's the CEO of Rolling and also the president of the Colorado Staffing Association. Adrian, welcome to the show, buddy. Great to be here with you guys. Been looking forward to it. So if you've listened to Insights in the past, you know that either if Matt or I go out to an industry conference, typically the next episode, we break down the show. We break down what worked, what we liked about it. We talk about if Matt or I had a presentation, how that went, and really just kind of bring some feedback from the show to Insights. Well, for this episode, Adrian and I are are pretty good buddies at this time. We've known each other now for, gosh, got to be six or seven years. I shot Adrian a message. I said, hey, instead of me breaking down the show, why don't you come on? And you break it down for us and kind of do the work for us. Um, but Adrian, before we get to CSA, I, I got to give you a shot where it's due. Adrian is also a Dallas Cowboys fan, everyone. And on this show, you know we cheer for the Buffalo Bills and the Cleveland Browns. Matt, we got a Cowboys fan on the show today. That's okay to me. If, if our teams ended up playing in the Super Bowl, two of us would be super happy. Um, so, you know, we, we can exist in different conferences and I know the two of you love to go back and forth with with some, with some playful banter there. I think, I think Brad, the way Brad put it is Adrian's a recovering Dallas Cowboys fan. (laughs) I think that was, I think that's what he said once. And I don't know, I kind of stick with that because every year we go, this is the year guys, this is it. Likewise. I mean, you're talking to two guys who say the exact same thing every year. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Wait, wait, wait. I got a question. So Matt, you're a Browns fan. I'm originally from Cleveland. So yes, I have stayed loyal. Okay, I missed that. I did not catch that before. This is going to be a great show. I can feel it already. So let's talk CSA for a second. Adrian, I showed up to that conference with a phenomenal gift for you. You want to tell everyone what I got you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, by the way, my I think the person that enjoyed that gift the most was not even there. She wasn't at the conference. I showed my wife that and she couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> um, so yeah, it was an I love Josh Allen t-shirt which by the way i think the best comment on that was from someone in your network brad and he, and he just wrote who doesn't love josh allen correct correct what's not to love he's a big golden retriever right he's a likable guy he does his best every day it, you gotta love him but yeah I, I like i said everyone uh adrian and i have have known each other now for about six or seven years and try to give each other a little jab uh every chance we get so i showed up to csa with that shirt for him and uh hey I hope when we play your Cowboys, you have a reason to wear it and uh, a reason to wear it proudly. Yes. You know, I almost feel like I'm indebted to wear it regardless, but we'll see. I appreciate that. 
let's talk about the show. So CSA, I've been attending now for, I want to say seven years. Um, Haley Marketing has been going for seven years. I've been to six now. What made 2023 different than years past? I think that it's it's almost like a perfect storm, but maybe in a positive way. Um, there's so many things going on in the state of Colorado legislatively. I think that played a factor, uh, but that alone by itself, I don't think would have really pushed things to where we, we saw them grow this year. Um, I think that's a catalyst. And I think that a lot of people are looking at what what are we going to do in our state in regards to some of the changes coming down uh, the road and, and want to stay networked and want to stay connected and educated. That's definitely played a factor. Um, I definitely feel that the uh, the mix of our speakers at the conference was phenomenal. Um, if we're talking CSA itself over the year, wow, there were a lot of things that we did differently this year. Um, I, I think one of the things that really made a difference was the uh, platform for our leaders, uh, networking calls that we had every month. Uh, we had a mix of information. And, and just to be, to be honest, you know, these associations are – they are um, going to go as far as the vision that you have for them. It's no different than your company or anything else that you're trying to execute. Um, the vision we had coming in this year is we want to be, remember, remember Pinocchio? I want to be a real boy, kind of like that. Like, I want to be a real association, right? Like, we, we want to take this to the next level. And we, you know, we knew that in order to do that, we had to talk about the things that matter to our people. What is keeping everybody up at night? Um, not just legislatively, but in your business. Uh, what's going on with inflation? What's going on? Are we in a recession? How are we responding to that? Who's raising their prices? Who's lowered their prices? Why? Um, the content that was discussed over uh, several months, I think, made a real difference because it wasn't, you know, a lot of times uh, what happens with associations is they, they start off with a vision and uh, after a while you kind of have more of a, I hate to say it this way, but almost like a uh, a, a good old boy type club. Like, let's just get on and talk about whatever we think about and there's no structure. And so we were very disciplined this year about the content of information we wanted to bring on those calls. Um, that's one thing. There, another thing I would say is our future leaders uh, group as well. Talk a little bit more about that because I wasn't familiar with the future leaders group until that closing panel where they all introduced themselves, talked about what they're doing. Tell our listeners about the Future Leaders panel and what you're specifically doing in that group for the state of Colorado and future leaders in staffing and recruiting in Colorado. Part of our vision for the year was looking at the next gen, the next generation of talent. Um, and and if you look at a lot, of, again, just, just kind of the, the layout of a lot of associations and not just in our industry, but just across the board, business associations in general, there, there tends to be, okay, here are the, the folks that have been doing this for a long time. They've got the expertise. And, and those are the ones kind of carrying everything. Um, and there's not often as much attention put on, but what about when we're gone? Um, and, and looking at, okay, well, what is the next generation thinking about, talking about? We really wanted to make sure that they knew there's a place for them at the table. There's a place for them in the industry. Um, and it even goes beyond the association itself. It's like, hey, when it comes to staffing and recruiting, look at these stories, look at these people that have been here longer and, and know that there's a place for you, but we want to hear from you now. So we put this group together uh, of really up and coming uh, talented individuals, um, you know, anyone from a, a senior recruiter to a branch manager, if you will, somewhere in there. Um, and they, they were very consistent and they got a lot of energy going into 
not just the conference, but leading up to it, um, the, the conversations that they're having are a little bit different maybe than some of the conversations that the executives and owners are having, but they're, they're meaningful, they're purposeful, um, and they didn't just bring energy. They brought amazing content. I thought the panel was great. I, to me, I, I could have listened to that for another hour. I loved listening to them talk about you know, what got them into staffing and why they're still interested in and so on and so forth. One thing I love about CSA and, and Matt and I have been to quite a few state associations. Uh, I know myself I've been to Massachusetts, Ohio, California, Florida, um, Massachusetts. I already said, I think I'm, I'm missing a couple others. One thing that I like about Colorado is I feel like there's a good range of owner down to heck. I think you had somebody from your team that had maybe been working with your team for maybe like two or three days. Right. right. So you have people who have been in the industry for 20, 30 years who are getting these lifetime achievement awards all the way down to somebody who's brand new in the industry. And there's content and there's value for everyone from both ends of the spectrum to in, in between. Um, and I think you guys do a really, really good job of catering to everybody. Well, I, I appreciate that. I, w I want to take a moment too to huge shout outs, if I could, to Leona Wilner from Front Range Staffing, who is our legislative uh, liaison, uh, Trish Bowen Bannister from Snelling uh, Staffing in Fort Collins up north in northern Colorado, uh, and Josh Brubaker from CTI. Th these folks did an amazing job of um, not just bringing ideas to the forefront, but really just putting feet to it all. Um, so I want to make sure they get a little shout out there, but the, the, I would say this, the future leaders uh, panel in that group, um, they are, in my opinion, exactly that. They're the future leaders of our industry. They are taking staffing and recruiting seriously, and they represent the industry so, so well. There's so much conversation about Gen Z, millennials, whatever, you know, it, I remember when I first came in, it was all about the millennials. Now it's about Gen Z and then it's going to every generation is going to have something to say about the next, you know, wave of people coming to the workforce. But I will tell you, um, these are committed, talented, intentional leaders. And I, I'm proud to have them represent us, man. I love it. What was your biggest takeaway from the conference? So I, I, I think you're going to say this future leaders panel, but let's exclude that because you just already talked about it. If you had to kind of summarize it and say, listen, this was my biggest takeaway from either the annual conference or the owner's retreat, which heck we haven't even talked about yet. Um, what was your biggest takeaway? Wow. Wow. You know, I've thought about this um, and I thought that question may come up today. Um, I, I think for, for me, um, probably the biggest takeaway was, and, and there's two ways to answer this. So if we were to talk about content, I could, I could address that. But, but as far as like an overarching thought, I would say the overarching thought is, Man, this this staffing is such a unique industry, and when you sit there and you see the, for lack of a better term, the panoply of speakers and content, like okay, so we're dealing with marketing and we're dealing with recruiting and we're dealing with HR components and we're dealing with compliance and we're dealing with talent retention. There's so many things that that really make it that, that make this industry move forward. To me, that was one of the biggest takeaways. Like, wow, this is. And the fact that we do so much of this by muscle memory after a while, like that, that's amazing. Um, I, I will tell you, I really, really, really appreciated the, not only the content, but the variety. Um, you know, we had people talking about personal branding. Um, you know, we had you, you guys talk about leveling up when it comes to sales. Um, and 
I think that was so encouraging um, because I think in a market like this, people need to know that you can. There's always a next step you can take. A little bit more focus on that. Uh, of course, there's there's there was content on just hey, having the right mindset. Um, it just the the whole. I, I think the whole entire conference uh, blended so well together, um, and the diversity of thought. I loved it. I love the way that everyone presented things a little bit differently. But there seemed to be a cohesive thought through the whole thing, which is this. Hey, this is not a, you know, jump in, jump out. Um, this is something that you have to, this industry is one that you have to look at from a long-term perspective, which is why our theme was what it was. Um, you know, it's, it's a marathon, not a sprint, which, by the way, I said backwards a number of times and my team kept correcting me. Like, hey, no, Adrian, it's, it's not a sprint. I keep saying it wrong. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think um, so. So my biggest takeaway, um, and again, I, this was my my fourth conference of the year. I've been to probably close to thirty five at this point. Um, the whole day, it felt like individuals were interested, intrigued, wanting to know more. I and 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 sometimes you know when as a vendor, we kind of always sit on like the outside of the room, so you have an opportunity to observe a lot of people. By lunchtime, you start to see numbers kind of drop off. By one or two sessions after that, they drop off even more. And you can kind of start to see, listen, we're going to beat rush hour home. By your closing panel, I want to say 85 to 90% of people were still there and actively engaged in wanting to learn. And, and that's a true testament to having great content throughout the entire day, giving people a reason to stay, wanting people to stay. But also, I think it speaks to your membership of, listen, we're here. We want to learn. We want to grow. We're understanding that it's it's not a sprint. It's a marathon. And we're here because of that. Um, so that was my biggest takeaway is just thinking through the group itself, thinking through the content itself. The fact that the, the conference, one, was incredibly well attended, but two, it was well attended for the entire duration of the conference was fantastic to me. That's a great point. Um, I It's funny you mentioned that. I don't think I noticed that until the following week. You know, when you're... Yeah handling a lot and kind of doing the MC thing. You don't notice everything. Um, and I was, it was, it was a weird dichotomy for me because I'm on one hand, I'm like, I'm wiped out. On the other hand, I was like super energized. Like, man, we've got stuff to do. Um, I, I, I really loved seeing that the majority of our people were there the entire day. Um, and the energy, man, the energy, it was not, you're right. You know, a lot of times I've been to all kinds of conferences, not just for staffing recruiting, just different you know uh, areas of industry. And you, you by noon, by one, by two, people are checking their watches and kind of looking at, well, okay, how do I get out of here graciously? Um, and I never saw, I never felt that one time. Um, very, very engaging the entire way through. Uh, and I felt the same way about the owners forum as well. Yeah, talk about the owners forum. So we didn't get to that. We talked about the annual conference, which happened on Friday. You also had an owners forum, which happened the day prior. Um, what made you, and I think you've done that at CSA in the past, but what made you bring that back for 2023? And is that something that will stick for 2024? Yeah. Yeah. Great question. So I'll kind of go in the past, uh, the way we used to do it, it was actually called more of an owner's retreat and we would do it at a different location at a different time. And there's value in that there. And there's no right and wrong. Just, you got to look at your membership, look at where people are at. Um, and I think coming out post pandemic, um, you know, for the most part, if people are going to. Uh, invest in something like getting away for a number of days for a retreat or something like that. There, there may be other venues that they choose to use. Uh, when they're looking at how can I get valuable content, maximize on my spend, 
not have to take further time away from my business. This has been a tough year on people. Um, and, and while we didn't prognosticate everything that would happen this year, we kind of had an idea where things might be headed. And so we thought, okay, why don't we build the owner's forum on the back of the conference or in the front of the conference, excuse me, and, and have it at the same venue, same place, you know, uh, but uh, have it the day before our annual conference. And so you're not having to break your bank. You're, you're already going to be there. Um, so there's that consistency of, of, of schedule. Um, and I, I think the other part of it is there's a kind of momentum that you build. And, you know, the old saying is, uh, uh, not sure if you guys ever heard this, but the, the pew doesn't rise higher than the pulpit, right? Everything rises and falls on leadership is the, is the idea there. And so if your leaders aren't excited, if they're not engaged and they don't buy in, like why in the world would I want to go to a conference that my executive has no interest in? Like, I don't know that I'd want to. And so the idea is like, Hey, let's get, let's get people excited on the front end and let's build some momentum. But, but not like when I say momentum, to be clear, it wasn't, clearly not just fluff it was content valuable content i got i had several emails from people about the feedback we received on the owners forum and and one of the the things that i love the most was someone emailed i won't say who won't say exactly you know give names or anything like that but i love this email they said i've known of this other company for years i've always considered them friendly competitors but kind of like a, a blank, you know, uh, face. There's no face attached to the company. Thank you for seating me next to them. Of course, we had no idea that that was the case. Thank you for seating me next to them. We hit it off. We have so many of the same struggles. I made a friend that day. And I thought, man, that's that's what it's all about. You know, bringing our industry together to work together and collaborate. You know, there's enough business to go around for everybody. And I feel um, yep. in... in please take this for what it's worth as, as just somebody who gets to attend. And I'm very, very fortunate in being able to go out and speak and represent Haley. But, you know, at conferences, I, f- I feel like at times people don't want to go because, oh, my competitor might be there, or I don't want to send team members because my competitor might be there. I- I've actually heard very bluntly from somebody at a, a past conference say, I won't bring my team members because I don't want my competitor to steal them. Right. Um, that doesn't make any sense to me. No. You know, in thinking through, there is enough business for all of us. There's enough candidates for all of us. We are all in this together. If you can get some of the brightest minds in staffing at the same table to talk about challenges and learn from each other, why would you not want to be a part of a group like that, a mastermind group like that, so to say? Um, For me, there's so much value. There's so much more value in being a part of that than strategically saying, I'm not going to be a part of that. Hundred percent, a thousand percent. I'll, you know, I'll just take my own personal testimony. Um, and and to be to be very transparent, uh, this is something that I was fortunate to watch in the former owner of our company. Our company started, you know, was founded thirty years ago. Um, I have been in the role that I've been in now for two years as the um, sole, you know, uh, operator and owner of the company. Having said that, Bob, who founded the company, was really big on bringing as many people as we could. And so we've got people that are on the other side of the country. Yes, it's an investment, um, but as many people as were able to come, um, including remote staff, we brought them. And and my thought is this, if someone from another company were to approach one of my employees and say, hey, I've got this great opportunity, and it was better than what my employees were experiencing, (laughs) hey, God bless you. 
keep going, right? Keep going. It's never really happened. I'm not worried about that because in my mind, like if we're taking care of our employees and we're doing the right thing, they're going to get so much more out of that. that to me, the, the fear of what if, I look at it this way. What if I don't take them? What, are they going to be better? Are they going to be more knowledgeable? Are they going to be more uh, engaged and, and committed and grounded in our industry? No, they're not. So I, I'd rather go with that what if than the other what ifs that may be in people's minds. So talk to me, the owner of a staffing firm in Denver, Colorado. Um, I have never attended CSA. You have your chance here, Adrian. Why should I attend in 2024? It's what all the cool kids are doing. That's what I've heard anyway. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. Um, you like the Bills or the Cowboys, you got to be there. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, I would say that more than anything else, you will have the opportunity to have a safe place where you can collaborate and network with other owners. Um, I have literally had people text me and say, I'm almost in tears because I felt so alone. I think one of the things, um, you know, just as an executive, as an owner of any business, there are things that you cannot say to your team. It's not fair. They're not designed to carry that weight. And if you do, you'll probably regret it down the road. So you have to find a group of peers and, and, and mentors, if you will, that, peers that can be mentors as well, um, that you can be a part of and you can communicate with them, share your burdens, hear from them, find out what's working for them. Uh, and again, all being in a very, very safe place. Um, you know, I, I'll give you another example from our, our owners forum. One thing that we did differently this year in years past, it was fill out this, you know, spreadsheet of how many employees do you have and what's your revenue and what are your problems? And people were kind of guarded around that. We switched that up completely because we didn't want that. We want people to feel like, hey, this is safe. You talk about whatever you want to to the extent that you want to. And if you just want to be a fly on the wall, be a fly on the wall. We're going to do everything we can to to engage with you and get you to interact as well. But, you know, we, we want people to feel like, especially at that level, you're committing your company name to this association. We want you to know the information here that we share is safe. I've had so many people reach out and just say, thank you. Um, I, I feel like I have friends now. And that sounds weird. Like, you know, oftentimes, at least in, in staffing, many of the owners, many of the executives are people that kind of grew up within the industry. They were once recruiters and salespeople and they, they have that outgoing, like, I want to pour myself into people type personality. But, you know, things happen and you can get kind of guarded and jaded maybe. And so you, 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 you do this for a couple of years and you go, man, is anyone else dealing with this? The answer is yes. But if you're not part of it, you're not going to know. And you're not going to hear how others are dealing with this. So I, I would say that is one of the, the hugest. And if I could put this plug in as well, if you're looking to try to retain some of your talent and you want them to, you know, I, looking at polls, uh, what does the next generation of the, in the workforce want? They want to feel that they have purpose and intention in what they're doing, and they want to find ways to give back to the community. And of course, our company should be doing that, uh, I think as well. I believe in that. Um, I, I think uh, the term that I heard was intentional capitalism, which I kind of like. It's like, hey, we're not just here to be greedy. We're taking what we get and we're pouring back into uh, you know great causes. Um but, but also to have an association where the next generation can do that, um, that's another, I think, added, huge added bonus uh, for, for an executive who's looking at whether or not they should join. Hey, your, your future leaders on your team will have a place where they can go as well. 
And by the way, we set guidelines for that. It's very appropriate uh, where they can go as well and feel safe and they can grow and they can collaborate and they can pour back into our community. So uh, th that's my, what, I don't even know what that was, that a two minute plug, three minute plug. I'm very terrible at keeping time. I think Matt was probably watching it, baby bird and I was. Matt, how'd I do? Is that okay? I'm in. All right, cool. I'll be there. Awesome. Now let's talk to the other side of it. So our, our audience ranges from owners to new recruiters, new people in, in the industry. If I'm listening now and I'm just getting started in staffing and recruiting in Denver, why should I make the case to my boss, my leadership team to say, listen, we have to attend next year or heck, you need to front the bill for me to go to this next year so that I can grow and develop. Let's talk to the other side of that audience. You know, I think if if I'm um, watching, I'm, I'm looking at some of the LinkedIn posts or I'm hearing some of the buzz or I'm maybe talking to someone that actually went, um, I'm going, I don't, you know, I, I don't want to be on the outside looking in. I want to be on the inside and, and be a, a part of this. But how do I convince an owner? Well, first off, I'll say this. Um, membership is uh, not annual membership to, to CSA is not uh, all that hefty of an investment, a few hundred dollars. Um, and then I would also say this, the attending the conference, I think the Many of the average companies, you know, attendees are you know anywhere from three to five attendees. You, you're probably spending less than two thousand um, dollars, you know, with everything that you're looking at. It even maybe possibly staying at the venue itself for that size of group. And just using that as an average, um, I would say for that kind of investment, um, you know, you're not having to fly people from Denver to Charlotte, or from, I'm not saying you shouldn't, but you're not having to, right? You're this is in your backyard. The expenses that you're going to invest are much lower than than a national conference on the other side of the country. Um, and I would also say in regards to, the, to going back to the, the, the content, if you are trying to show your owner, hey, this is a great thing to be a part of, I think one of the things that for me, if I'm getting someone coming to me and going, hey, we should be a part of this, I'm looking at going, hmm, who was there? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I know those people. I, I, and I, I respect those people and I value their opinion. I want to be a part of that. I want to be at that table. Um, I, I think for me, that's a, that's a huge part of it as well. I think I would say, hey, here's who was there. Here's what was discussed. Let's be a part of this next year. So how do people get interested or, or get involved rather, not interested? If they are interested, anybody listening right now, what can they do to learn more or what can they do to actually chat with you or somebody from the board to sign up for next year? Absolutely. So uh, a couple things. Uh, if you were to want to email, uh, easiest way rather than giving out a bunch of separate email addresses is info at coloradostaffing.org. Uh, Brad, I'm not sure if you were at the conference, but I tried to spell that out and uh, it, it caused quite a, quite a frenzy. Yeah. So dot org. Okay. Um, so anyways, you can email us there. Also, you can connect with myself, on, on LinkedIn, I'd invite you to uh, follow the Colorado Staffing Association LinkedIn page. But connecting with myself, connecting with uh, Trish uh, uh, Bowen Bannister, connecting with uh, Leona Wilner, any of these people that are on our board, connect with us. We will definitely give you information that you need. More than glad to talk, answer any questions, and help in any way in supporting you being a part of this that we can. Adrian, can't thank you enough for coming on this episode of Insights and sharing your insights with us. Before we let you go, anything you got for us? Now, I, I would say um, I thoroughly, and I, I mentioned this when you were there, I thoroughly enjoy listening to Insights. I encourage 
all of my team to sign up for uh, uh, the podcast. Um, but uh, keep doing what you're doing. We appreciate Haley Marketing, the work that you guys do. Um, and uh, hopefully our Cowboys will beat your bills. I hate to end a show like that, but I will. That's our show. And thank you for listening to another episode of Insights. If you found this episode valuable, we would love to know. You can message Matt or Brad on LinkedIn to share your thoughts. Have a question for us? Well, you can tweet us at Haley Marketing and let us know what you're thinking or email info at HaleyMarketing.com. And of course, if you need a hand with your marketing or recruitment marketing initiatives, we would love to help. You can check out HaleyMarketing.com to get in touch with our team of marketing educators. For my podcast partner, Matt Lozar, for Adrian Dominguez, the president of Colorado Staffing Association and CEO of Rolling Staffing, this is Brad Biley. We'll see you next time. <laughs>